Testing, testing, volume up. Let's go. Okay, everybody. So, hello. My name is Dan, and I'm the host of the MX Podcast. And this, my friends, is episode number one. So on this episode, I'm going to share a little bit of information about this new podcast, who I am and why I set it up and what to expect from future episodes. And also I'm going to talk about today's topic because every single episode is going to have one topic. Today's topic is going to be about information and opinion overload and how we can navigate through that to really get the right information to serve us to help us live a fit and athletic and healthy life. So I'm a coach. And I'm also the CEO of a wellness company called the Dan Roberts Group. Now, we do lots of different things. And under our banner, we have a couple of workout brands. One of them is called Methodology X, or MX for short. So you can probably guess where I'm going with this. So MX is a workout for women who want to get lean, fit, and athletic. There's an online members club. There are group classes in numerous countries. And also, we have this growing international family of certified MX instructors. Now, it's going really well and it's growing all the time. So I figured I'd set up a podcast, a weekly podcast. You're going to be, uh, it's going to come out every Wednesday from now on uh, to support these amazing women, this community of MXers, and also really to support anyone else who wants to get some good information about how to live a fit and active and happy life. Uh, and maybe you want to learn from me as well because I've, I'm a coach and um, I've, I've done it for a long time. So I've got a lot of opinions and have a lot of insights to share with you guys. So every episode will focus on one key topic of either personal fitness or personal well-being. Some episodes like today's will be very short. I'm guessing this will be about, I don't know, 15 minutes max. Others won't be. And I've got all kinds of guests lined up, some really cool people. Um, I'm not going to be interviewing them. I'm going to be having conversations with them focused on one topic. And that's the kind of stuff I like listening to when I listen to podcasts. I love hearing two people kind of debate and discuss rather than just finding out about someone's history and then plugging the book. So it's going to be none of that. It's going to be kind of uh, people I respect and uh, peers in my industry. I'm just going to be chatting and hopefully you'll draw a lot of, uh, you'll be entertained and also draw a lot of practical lessons from, from these discussions. But aside from that, I mean, I've got, you know, I've, I've mapped out the next couple of months, but it is still pretty unstructured. Um, so I'm just going to sort of do, I'm not going to do multiple takes. I'm just going to record it sort of live as it were, do one take at a time. I'm going to talk to you as a client, as a friend, and give you as much love and as a, attention and information as I can. Now I'm not a presenter, which is pretty clear. I'm not a, I'm not trying to be a podcaster. I, I'm just a coach, but this is a, a new way for me to sort of share my information and also to, to help more people. So I do hope you enjoy it and, uh, Please do give me feedback as, as I go on with this. So let's start with topic one, information and opinion overload. I mean, I get it. It's overwhelming. We have, I mean, just think about YouTube. There's literally like hours and hours and hours of content produced every second, right? And there's a new book out every day and there's opinions everywhere. It's kind of, it's overwhelming. It really is how much information in terms of fitness and well-being, how much information there is. So it's kind of no wonder that, we kind of like shut ourselves off from it a little bit sometimes. Uh, it's nice to be informed, and I think our brains are designed to want new information, but it's uh, it's it's too much, you know. And and to be honest, if information was the all we needed, we'd already be walking around with million dollar businesses and in the relationship of our dreams, and would all have perfect bodies and perfect amounts of sleep, and we don't. 
And I know that that information is out there. We can all get it. So it's not really about information. It's about applying the right information and kind of shutting out everything else. You know. So I think I've got three kind of key things I want to talk about today regarding like navigating through this this uh, information overloaded world. And one of them is like to be really mindful of the information you let seep into you. I mean the the information, the people, the stories, the the content producers around you, you have to be careful because it seeps into you if you like it or not. Let's take beauty as an example. Let's say all I read was Vogue. Now, if all I read was Vogue, I would probably, after a while, start thinking that female beauty is defined by how skinny, how white, and how young you are, because that's how the fashion industry defines it. I know things are changing a little bit, but it's still predominantly that way. Now, I know that's not true. You know that's not true. So intellectually, we can have a truth about something. But if we're given this narrative again and again and again, it can kind of chip away at what we believe is true and it'll start infiltrating us and we'll, it'll start changing our beliefs without realising. You know, we're, Most of our lives are lived on a subconscious level and we have to be careful about the subconscious cues going on. You know. Now, I just want to talk about society a little bit because the way we see the world, the way we see society, isn't really society, isn't really to see the world. It's just what... Oh, sorry, let me put it differently. The way society is isn't really the way we see it. What we see is just a version of it. Because life is life and world and society is beautiful, but it's very, very complex and it's full of full of bubbles. Instagram, for example, that's a bubble. If you've lived your life on Instagram, then you probably see the world and culture and society as predominantly full of young narcissists. You know, or and also very left wing as well. You know, not that that's bad, but it's that's how you see it. If you all you did was hang out on Twitter, you'd probably see the world as quite angry and opinionated. You know, and inarticulate. Uh, if you all you did was hang out with your reading group of eighteenth century political philosophers, then you'd probably have a different view of the world. You know, point is, it's very. We have to really take this into account. Even though what I'm saying is obvious, we have to realise that the world we live in is not really the world. It's the world we're looking at. Look at um, look at Amazon and Netflix. They recommend products to you and services and films based on what you've previously liked. It's very clever machine learning going on, but that doesn't really make you grow, does it? If we really want to grow, we have to do things which go outside of our comfort zone. Not you know, if we want to go to new places and think new thoughts, we have to be willing to take risks. And this modern kind of world, this tribal, postmodern tribal culture we live in doesn't really teach us that. It's, it's like one big echo chamber. And we have to be conscious of that, you know? Now, let me just reiterate that point. If you really want to grow, if you really want to have an amazing body and learn the best information and optimize your living, let's say, you have to be willing to seek new views and new beliefs about about your body, about fitness, about exercise. You have to get rid of the ego. You have to step out of the echo chamber. You have to not be tribal and see yourself as one particular group. You have to see yourself as a, an individual, a perfectly beautiful, flawed individual, and take take a philosophical perspective. And that's to me, that's that's the only way to really, really grow, to really learn, to really kind of live your best life. Now, where do we get this information from? If we if we want to like 
if we want to learn how to live our best lives, where should we take information from? So we've got books, we've got courses, we've got seminars, we can do qualifications, uh, we've got individual kind of like scientific papers. What do we choose? I mean, we can't just say pick everything because it's, again, it's too overwhelming, there's too many choices. So how do we go about this? Well, first of all, I think we have to look about where you're at in terms of your own knowledge. If you are a scholar, if you are an athlete, let's say, if you're an athlete, then reading women's health probably won't do it for you. I would go straight to the periodicals, straight to the journals. If you're going to read journals, don't just read one study because there's so many biases going on. Make sure for a start, if you're going to read a study, that's a double blind study. Of, you know, And also, probably don't read one, read loads. Save your time. Read some meta-analysis studies. Meta-analysis studies are ones where they collate all recent papers and have a look at a general, look at all the stats from different studies, and then they give you um, like an overview. That's kind of more useful. Um, you're not, you know, you don't need to be an exercise scientist, but having a slightly putting a hat on as an exercise scientist or a nutritionist does kind of make sense every so often if you want to get the, that get that kind of knowledge and make decisions like a nutritionist or make decisions like a strength conditioning coach. And this is kind of the point of this podcast. I want you to think like a trainer. I want you to think like a well-being guru rather than listening to me or other people. I want you to be your own boss. And I really want this to empower you. So this podcast is going to be full of ways of you to learn how to take control of your life and take control of your fitness in your body. Now, in terms of books and courses and seminars uh, and even individual coaches, you have to look at the actual individual coach, look at their career history. That's what I would do anyway. And I would look at their philosophy. I mean, I go on courses and I hire coaches all the time for my own development. And I always look at what they've achieved, who they've worked with and what they stand for. And I don't care about, I don't look at how many followers they've got. Uh, if anything, I slightly, if they've got millions of followers, I slightly go, mm, really? Um, because people, I know this is a huge generalization, <laughs> but I find that people who are really, really focused on their personal brand and good at that, tend to put a lot of time into their personal branding, their PR, and they haven't always valued the, the other stuff, the knowledge. On the flip side, I found the people, I mean, I mentor a lot of trainers and strength coaches and stuff, and I find that some people are incredibly knowledgeable and know so much about fitness and exercise science and kinesiology, and they've helped some incredible athletes, and they're just really like impressive people, are so focused on the academic side and studying and like the coaching individual individual clients that they completely neglect their personal brand. And they've got like 214 followers on Instagram, where some 17-year-olds got 4,000 talking about fitness. And um, it's fair enough because they haven't focused on it. But you, as a customer, has to, you have to kind of appreciate that and actually think, wait a second, I need to I need to go to the experts here, not to the not to the influencers. And this is my second point. Please be careful of influencers. Now, they are uh, they are what they are. Uh, I see them more as entertainers or, and wannabe celebrities. See them as that. Don't see them as experts. And it is a bit of a grey area because you do get personal trainers and nutritionists who kind of market themselves as personal trainers, but really they're just looking to get their next the next brand deal and you can kind of tell that by you know scroll through their last 20 posts if they're all pictures of them with their clothes off holding up a product that should tell you something you know uh, i'm not criticizing them but please be aware that being um being famous is different from being knowledgeable um being famous is different from being successful as well but that's another story you know so yeah you know just employ a bit of critical reasoning and also one other thing I should say, be careful, this is more about fitness people, 
be careful about people, coaches or wannabe coaches, who just tell you how they train, who kind of use their platform just to inspire or, you know, they try to inspire by saying exactly how what they do. Because everyone's different. Uh, physiologically, we're all different, but also mentally we're all different. Just seeing someone with a good body and seeing what they do doesn't mean that's the right thing for you. And I know this as a coach because uh, I'm in a very fortunate position, so my private clients include very famous YouTube people. They include very famous Hollywood actors and actresses and supermodels. So I'm in that kind of entertainment world. I have been for quite a lot of years now. And people who come to me tend to have quite good bodies in the first place, and they need to get amazing bodies for a particular project. So I meet these people before I start working with them with really, really good bodies. And often their really good bodies are because of genetics and because, and I should say, despite how they train and how they eat, not because of it. And just by getting some basics right and by training them properly, I can get them from very good to amazing. And it's not because I'm a brilliant coach. It's more because they were training so badly in the first place. And some of these people were giving advice about, hey, I eat this diet or I train this way. And it's just really bad. But their genetics kind of saved them. So please be wary about just copying what other people do directly and be wary about uh, experts, or influencers or trainers, whatever you want to call them, uh, people out there who only advertise knowledge on what works for them. Because trust me, we're all different. And this kind of links into my final point of today's little episode, which is to apply critical reasoning. Now, if I was going to define critical reasoning, I will Google Wikipedia, which I just did. Let me read it out. Let me just log on here. Here we go. Found it. The ability to actively and skillfully conceptualise, analyse, question and evaluate ideas and beliefs. Critical reasoning is the opposite of dogma. Now remember that. Critical reasoning is the opposite of dogma. Now, unfortunately, the well-being industry, nutrition, a lot of nutrition and also exercise is full of dogma. I'm not being negative. It's just, just a fact. The way to navigate through that is to employ critical reasoning on every single point. When you hire someone, when you read something, when you read a paper, when anyone gives you advice, think, think to yourself, okay, why are they giving me advice first? Okay, Is there an ulterior motive? Well, sometimes it might not be negative or it might not be conscious, but sometimes people say things just to make them feel good as opposed to being egoless and helping other people. So please do employ critical reasoning at all times. Now, I've been a... One thing I want to sort of finish on, I've been a coach for a long time. I've done 25,000 hours of one-to-one coaching. So I think I'm talking from some authority when I say that getting fit, active, athletic, healthy, and all kind of positive change is possible. I see it on a daily basis. And it's all possible down to the decisions we make. It's not about our our bodies. It's about our brains. You know, and I think as, as we go into this podcast, you'll see it's about the decisions you make which really makes a difference to your body. Uh, your beliefs, which we're going to talk about on our next episode, next Wednesday, um, is a big part of that. Uh, and then obviously applying the right kind of knowledge so we train smart and train hard. And we eat well and we, we start living a life which really, really makes sense and is full of kind of joy and playfulness and, and built on certain key principles. This is all the things I'm going to be talking about uh, in future episodes. So I do hope you join me. Obviously, as you can probably guess, I'm very new to podcasting. I've never done this before. I just pressed record 15 minutes ago, and we're, I don't know how long we're in. I think we're around about 15 minutes in. I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to be 
recording one every Wednesday morning and I'm going to put it out every Wednesday night to keep it fresh. If you have any feedback or you want me to, uh, any guests you particularly want me to have on, there's a form on my website. Just go to have a look at podcasts and if you go to www.danwilbertsgroup.com, you can find the show notes of every episode. You can find a form to give feedback and um, everything you need. Also, you can find out about Methodology X, MX Workout. If you want to find out about that or buy that, you can do that. And um, yeah, so I just want to say thank you for listening to me. I appreciate it and I hopefully you yeah you enjoy this journey and you get to learn a lot from this podcast. So goodbye and have a lovely day.